When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Monday, March 6th. It is 9.52. I've been goofing around <clears throat> on um, YouTube with a bunch of folks, just kind of chatting it up, uh, making sure that we all know where the market's going. Boyle is down near uh, $6. I said, hey, $6 is probably your pivot point on this one. I think I said that like two weeks ago and it went down to $4. Uh, we ran up to 7 but it's 20% down today. Uh, KOLD is your... Um, uh, your play today, it's up 20%. I want to start off with SPY again. Uh, SPY had a cross up on Friday at 402.98. We're trading at 405. So like I said, I thought that sentiment had changed. My sentiment has changed. But this week is kind of critical. Uh, the big thing is Jerome Powell is testifying on Wednesday. Uh, it might get really, really crazy. Because if Powell is pushed on the job market, if Powell is pushed on, uh, will you, uh, you, you raise 50, uh, 50 basis points if need be? If he mentions anything about a 50 base point versus a 0.25 uh, basis point move at the end of March, uh, this market could get absolutely killed. But on SPY, this is a four-hour look at it. But again, my algorithm works on four hours. Uh, if we take a look at the daily, which most algorithms from Wall Street will kind of guide their traders on, you can clearly see that uh, the 200-day, which is 393, we use that as support with this bounce. So you're getting a bounce and then an up, a bounce and then an up, and then you get a bounce and then an up for the month of January. February, you get a bounce down and then you get an up. Now, if we go back to last year at this time, I want to bring up last year because we saw this last year as well. We saw the big move down in January, but then at the end of January into February, we saw an uptick and then we saw a down. And in March, we saw an enormous upward trend above the 200 day. And then we saw from March all the way till May, you just went down. I mean, there, was, there were up days. Uh, where it teased you, and then you went down, and, and you went back up in June, and then you just continued down. Now, in July, you thought you hit a low because July to uh, the middle of August was a Super Bowl run. You went from about 381 all the way up to four, 426. That is a Super Bowl run. And then you basically hit the, the October bottom. Now, there's a talk that this October bottom, we could revisit it. If you're seeing a move up in this one, Maybe we get to 415 or so. That would be my guess. Uh, I, I would get a little bit nervous if we get to 420. Um, then I'd take an edible. <laughs> Ironic. Uh, but yeah, I'd be a little bit nervous if you get up to that area. The RSI for um, the daily on the SPY is 54. So it's kind of in no man's land. Um, but yeah, the Qs, same kind of thing. 
just a little bit more dramatic um, in the cues in that you use the 200 day on our four hour algorithm. You never really got down there. Um, and you have a buy-in at 298 and you're trading at three, 301. So uh, I've got a lot, a lot of cross-ups and there are too many to go over in this, this, uh, this episode. So I just want to kind of focus on a couple um, that I will. And I want to go over a couple of things. But before I do, I will recommend another podcast to you. It's called, uh, on the tape, I think it's called. Uh, it is with Guy Adami and um, uh, uh, Dan Nathanson. And this on Thursday, I think they released an episode. It was basically on Tesla and a lot of the other things. Understand Dan Nathanson is a super Tesla hater. Um, super. He's been shorting it and he made some money last year shorting it. And now he thinks he's good. He's also a guy who bought a Ford uh, Mach-E. And if anybody wants to know a douche, it's a douche who buys a Ford Mach-E. If you buy a Ford Mach-E, yeah, whatever. Do not come at me and say that Tesla is not changing because what he did was he bought it and then he sold it right away without saying anything bad about Ford. Um, so he wants to shit on Tesla, but uh, I think he's out of out of line. What I do think he's in line on is that if Tesla, uh, and, and listen to that podcast, it's a great one, but if, you, uh, if, if you're bullish on Tesla, you should really listen to that podcast because I think they're right on. If for some reason these price cuts uh, cut into their revenue, cut into their margins, this could be a, a real hurt for Tesla. You're down at 195 today. Um, let me go to our core investments here. Tesla is down 1.14%. This algorithm got you out with a 62% gain here on March 3rd. We've talked about it. Uh, this gap down here between 146 and 154, that's kind of where I'm targeting for this one to go. They just reduced their, uh, their prices for the Model S and X, which, which was known. But the margins are going to move down from 25 to 21%. If that's the case, Elon is going to have to increase um, the amount that he sells. So in order to increase revenue, simple business practice. Um, but what they, they kind of uh, n indicated was, while Elon's losing money at Twitter, and it's, it's pretty clear he's losing money at Twitter, and, and advertising is kind of quote-unquote drying up compared to what it was. He's cutting his costs, but it's just not cutting it quick enough. He probably has enough money. But what Tesla could do is actually a secondary offering. That might kill the stock. And it might bring it down significantly because if, if that were the case and they need more capital, they're going to build a, a new factory in Mexico. Uh, they've got two cars that are not really well hidden. It, it's kind of you know, well known what they're going to do. Um, but, you know, again, you're, you're kind of taking you're taking a risk here. Uh, I don't think 200 is out of the question on this one. But when you go to Finviz and you look at Tesla, uh, their PE is 54 and their forward PE is 35. That's a pretty expensive PE to have in a rising rates environment if interest rates are to stay. Now, they have enough money to run. The question is, do they have enough demand to push this forward? So listen to that podcast. Again, it's on the tape with Guy Adami. I really liked it. Uh, the other thing that they had was Tom Lee. Uh, he was on there. He's calling for an eight-week rally. Um but he says it. the key point is, and again, this week is kind of key, Friday there's the February jobs report that comes out. 
that's going to be key. If we see another strong uh, jobs report, uh, Jerome Powell may have to do a half point increase instead of a 25 point uh, increase. And if he does that, then that's basically, uh, you know, one of the other things that I said on Twitter was Art Cashin came out on Friday and said, hey, the Fed can't do a 0.5 rate increase because if they do, that indicates that they were wrong in, in January only doing a quarter point rate increase. So you've got kind of these dynamics, Powell testifying on Wednesday, job reports coming out. Tom Lee says, hey, we're heading into a, 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 a eight-week rally. You know, take your pick. Uh, D-Man, uh, he is big on his windows. <laughs> J-E-L-D, uh, Jeldwen, he is big on this one. He's buying in big. The algorithm has a buy-in here on March 2nd at 1313. And it looks positive. You're to 1383. You have no catalyst. Their earnings are in. You are upwards of this ascending triangle. Uh, and you've got a positive moving 200-day. You're above the 50-day. He's a big believer in this one. Gotta say, I mean, with, with new buildings and, and kind of, you know, people renovating their houses because they're not moving. People aren't moving because they have cheap mortgages now. Uh, he thinks that's a big one. So J-E-L-D, I think you're good in there at 1313. Just make sure you have your stop losses tight because there are some pretty good gaps below. The gap above is at 15, about 16 to 1760. So I, I think you're, you're probably pointing towards this one. Um, let's see what the, the fundamentals are on J-E-L-D since he's big on it. P-E is 26. It is super expensive. Forward P-E is 7. So they could grow into their earnings pretty well. Um, 42% year to date. He's been pounding the table on this one. So, um, oh, you guys are still on that one. Yeah, I was, I was, damn it. I was looking at, you know, you guys were looking at, ugh. But yeah, you'll have to look at the charts later. Uh, if you have TrendSpider, you can look at the charts, but um, I'll share them a little bit. If you guys want a chart, just request it from me. Uh, as to what I was talking about, but there's thousands of listeners on the freaking podcast. There's hundreds of people <laughs> subscribe to the other platforms. So if you if you're listening and you want to chart, just request it. I'll, I'll put it up there. Um, but yeah, J E L D thirteen thirteen. Uh, let's go over some of James's. He's been pounding the table on Schwab. Wanted me to look at Schwab. S C H W. Is the symbol you're out as of uh, February 23rd? Um, that got you out with a 2% gain. You're below the 200 day. You're trading at 76.96. I don't see the, the MACD really turning around. Uh, I think there's better financials out there, uh, but Schwab is kind of one that I think is a mainstay. Uh, let's look at the, some of the fundamentals. Um, Schwab, uh, their 52 week range is 59 to 93. You're right in the middle. I mean, you're 30% above your 52 week low. You're 17% below your 52 week high. Your forward PE is 14. Your PE is 22. You got a 1.29% dividend year to date. You're down 7.6%. January 19th. Um, the price target from bank of America is 75. January 4th, Goldman upgraded them. Their price target to 98. Um, I don't see anything horrible in here. Uh, February 28th, you've got, you know, a couple million dollar sales. Um, on February 14th, the co-chairman sold, uh, $2 million worth. 
Um, these guys are selling around 80. So if your price target's around 80, I think that's where they're comfortable with it. Uh, I don't know that we're looking at 90s, but I think that's, if, if I were looking at it, I would say 80 would be the, the, the comfortable place where they're looking at it to go, um, just since they're selling. Uh, WES is one that he wanted me to look at. Western Midstream Partners. Um, this chart's an eye chart. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's just going up and down. It's just, it, it has a buy-in today at 27.22. I think you've got a gap up here at 28. But you're clearly between 23 and 29. I don't think, I think this is a small cap. Um, let's see. They've got, yeah, I mean, this micro cap. This is a super, super small energy company. Uh, I don't think it's got, not my type of thing, but if you wanted to do, go into it, you could. HWC Hancock Whitney um, is one he asked me to look into. It's below its 200 day. You got a cross up here at 48.92. What do these guys do? I don't even know. Um, you know, that's that's the problem is half these companies, I just don't know. Financials, uh, it's up 1%. Kind of PE is at 8. 2.45% dividend. 52-week uh, is between 41 and 57. You're trading at 49, so you're kind of a little bit above 50% in your halfway, but you do have a cross up here at 48.92. You just passed your ex-dividend date. So the dividend has been taken out. You might come up to your to your uh your fifty two day your I'm sorry your two hundred day. Your fifty day is kind of just fluttering around the two hundred day. So it looks like it wants to break it, but it kind of is using it as a resistance level. Um, I don't know if you like the stock forty eight ninety two uh, is the buy in. Uh, H uh, I'm sorry P Pepsi Pepsi could go to. I mean this is on our core portfolio. I said anything under 170, I thought, uh, would be a great buy in this one. I, I think 180 is probably your, your, your swing point on this one. Um, the algorithm had you in at 171. You got out here with a cross down. It hasn't crossed up again. The ex-dividend date is just passed. This is one I just buy and hold. I mean, I, I drink soda, so I have Pepsi and Coke. Uh, Oxy is one he wanted me to look into. They had their earnings. Um, they had an interview this morning with Brian Sullivan on CNBC, the CEO, and talking about her relationship with Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is still in this one. Uh, you have a gap here that it looks like it's going to fill to 62.44. I said under 60, buy it. Over 60, you can sell it. Its uh, ex-dividend date is March 9th. Doesn't have a huge dividend. This is just one, probably won't be the best performer. Again, it was the best performing, uh, I think, uh, Dow stock or uh, S&P stock from last year. I think it was the top performing S&P stock from last year. Um, you're you're going to be between 58 and 75. I mean, honest to God, if you want to buy it at 61, I don't think you're going to get hurt. But Oxy is one. Um, Kellogg's. Um, at, James says Kellogg's has been absolutely beaten down. I kind of agree. But I wouldn't get in. Uh, look at that one. Uh, it right after earnings, they just kind of couldn't hold it. Uh, the 200 day is moving downward. If we go and look at a daily on this one, yeah, you're you're just really looking at a beaten down stock that probably is going to put support. I mean, I, I would say it would put support in here at 60. Um, if we pull back this volume support right here, and we go back to say May. Um, you're looking at, yeah, around 63 is where the real support is. 
Um, and, and I think that 200 day, you're just coming back down to reality. Um, Kellogg's is probably just, uh, one that kind of got away. Yeah. Year to date, you're down 8.5%. Um, your dividend is 3.61. Your PE for a packaged goods company is 23. Do you think they're going to grow in an inflationary environment? No, people are going to go off brand. So I, I wouldn't get into that one. Uh, William wants me to look at MOS. This is Mosaic. Uh, this is the, I think this is a fertilizer company, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they are, the algorithm loses you 6%. Buying and holding this one makes you 85%. So don't listen to the algorithm, but the algorithm did have you in here February 24th at 51. It's at 56. You're kind of seeing that button hook, like I always talk about, that button hook up here at 50. I think this is getting expensive. The RSI is at 90. That MACD is way up there. You've passed your S dividend date. Um, I'd probably be selling this one uh, just because you're bumping up your 52-week high. Uh, oh, come on, MOS. Um, where? Why is this not going? Uh, I'm having technical difficulties with Finviz. Um, Oh, Finviz is MOS. Oh, Ugh, I'm gonna hold on one second. Sorry, Finviz was giving me problems. Your uh, PE is five. Your forward PE is nine. That's dangerous. When your PE is lower than your forward PE, you're gonna have to grow earnings. Um, yeah, they're they're it's up twenty eight percent year to day, year to date. But I like the 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 move. Um, Tesla and people went over Tesla PBT. This is a, a Permian Basin, uh, and it has, it's well above its 200-day right here. Um, you've got kind of, let's see, it's an ugly chart. 25.20 was the buy-in on the algorithm, but you've kind of lost it today. I would be worried about this gap down here at 16. Um, it's an energy company, so I don't know. Uh, they're tiny. This is just a tiny one. I mean, it's a kind of 28 PE. It's expensive. Super expensive. Year to date, you're down 2%. Over one year, you're up 84%. It's an energy company. The dividend is 5.44. I think it's okay. Um, uh, let's see. This is Travis on Facebook. Nice call on Macy's. We can look at Macy's. Uh, I had a nice call on Macy's, I guess, around earnings. Um, I said, hey, you should buy it. It got a, you know, down here at 20. 20 was the time to get in. Uh, it's up at 22.48, so nice 10% move. Um, IQ got moved to a higher price target. What is IQ? I don't even know what they are. Um, uh, they have a buy-in at $7.70. I think it's just run way too much. I think, you know, uh, but let's see, IQ. I probably should look at these things. You know what? I'm going to go over. If I don't recognize the thing, um, TME, let's look at, T what is TME? 10 cent. Uh, you're going to crash when, when TME is 10 cent and this is a TikTok. They're going to ban it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy this one. Um, my weekly stock pick, JP Morgan. Uh, Personally, I own JP Morgan at a much lower price point, about 120. Um, I own it in a retirement account, just kind of hold it. 
Uh, I bought it, I think, even before it dipped down below 100. I bought it at 120. Uh, this one's in an upward trajectory at 142. Uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it at this price, 143. I'd probably stay away from it, but financials are probably good. If I were to buy one um, this week and I were to buy a, 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 uh, a financial, I'd probably look at Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs got beaten up, um, and they're at 358. Uh, I think they could easily get up to this 368 level if financials go. Uh, I also think Morgan Stanley is a good one to buy if you're looking at financials. Uh, this one had a cross up at 98.33. We'll go into that one, but Morgan Stanley's a good one to buy. JP Morgan, see, here's the thing with my weekly stock base. He's got to pick from the 30 Dow stocks. And so JP Morgan is one that gives him momentum. He's got no, his own algorithm, gives him momentum, uh, gives him everything that he needs to go. Oh, Nat Gas, they're, they're on talking about Nat Gas tumbling. So KOLD. Um, so he's got to pick from that. I would tend to say, hey, I think Goldman Sachs might be a better play this week, um, personally, but I don't know his algorithm. So I, I bring up his thing. Uh, JP Morgan is his. There's a bunch of companies that are reporting this week. Ulta is one. This is a beauty products company. Um, they report do, 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 on March 9th. So what? Wednesday. Uh, this one just got out of a 14% run from 456 up to 526. That is a huge run into earnings. Um, I would say hold off on this one. Um, I, it, it's a great, great company. I mean, honestly, uh, this company for one year, uh, you're up 40%. Year to date, you're up 12%. Their 52-week high is 537. So you're only 2% below your 52-week high. Going into earnings, I'd be a little bit careful of that one. Uh, another earnings this week, Oracle, uh, podcast favorite. Uh, we had a buy-in here at $88.70 or $90.20. This one, they got the Uber contract. I think they've got a lot of positives going into their earnings, uh, but you are, again, close to a 52-week high. Uh, your PE is 27. Your forward PE is 16. Year-to-date, you're up nine. You're only 1.55% off your 52-week high of 91.22. You're trading at $90.21. So I'd be careful of that one as well. Campbell Soup, CBC. Uh, Charlie, Peter, uh, uh, Brawl, <laughs> Benjamin, uh, CPB. Uh, this one, 51.80 was the price to buy at January 30th. You got all the way up here at 54. Um, and now you're down at 52. So their earnings are coming up March 7th. Uh, the algorithm, the, the MACD has crossed down. The 9 and the, eight, the 21 are kind of crossing. It might get you out right before earnings. Uh, this one on earnings last time, back in December, popped. You get a gap from 53 to 54. Uh, you're trading under the 200-day. So a moving average, in my mind, if you're looking at playing in earnings, this one might be an earnings to play. Another earnings that you might want to play is DocU. This is a stock that has been beaten down, just absolutely beaten down. There are gaps all the way up to fill. You are over your 200-day. I repeat, you are over your 200-day. That is a fairly big spot to be in, but you just had a cross-up at 61.90. Their earnings are coming out on March 9th after the bell. 
I think you've got this gap up here at 161. I don't think you get up there, but I do think the gap at 87, if they put in some good earnings, I think that's in the cart. DocU, we can take a look at it. I don't think that they're making money yet. No, their forward P is 29, so they're fairly expensive. If they show some type of positivity, I think you could see it. Uh, Year to date, they're up 17% over one year. They're uh, down 40%. Their 52-week high is 113. So they're 42% above that, 64% above their 52-week low. Here's the thing about DocU. Uh, I think they're staying around. I don't think they're going broke. These guys will be around for quite a while. Another one that should be around for quite a while that's reporting earnings that I personally own but don't have in our core portfolio is CrowdStrike. Cybersecurity is going to be around. This one had a buy-in here January 11th at $97. You're at $128 right now. You have all the confirmation in the world. You're about to get, if they have good earnings, you're about to get a good golden cross here. Uh, I would be careful of this one if you're buying in here. It's just had quite a run. You've got a gap up here to 136. That's where I think if you have good earnings, I think that's where you cap out at 136. So just be a little bit careful. If you wanted to play one after the bell today, uh, let I was going to take you through this one. TCOM is one. This is trip.com. This is a travel. Uh, you had a buy-in here at 37.79. You're at 39.11. Their earnings are coming up again after the bell. Your RSI is close to 65. People are buying into this one right before earnings. It is expensive. It is not making money, and the forward PE is 36. Year-to-date, you're up 12%. For one year, you're up 43%. The cap on this one is that it's close to its 52-week high. Its 52-week high is $40. You're only 3% there. So you've got 3% up, but you've got 171% down to its 52-week low. Uh, January 30th, JP Morgan initiated coverage. You can read trip.com group limited to report fourth quarter. That's a PR newswire. That's just going to tell you the details of it. You can read analyst report from Morningstar on this one. Um, There's no insider buys. There's nothing in here. Personally, I probably wouldn't buy this one. And and that's my personal opinion. That's the way I look at it. That 52 week high is just, just hard for me to justify. Um, there was a tweet by Jake, uh, Jake Wujast, I I think that's how you say it, from TrendSpider, um, IWM, textbook breakout off of volume shelf on Friday. If you were playing blackjack, this is like holding a 20 when the dealer is showing a six. Can you lose? Absolutely. Is there a high probability you win? Absolutely. So IWM, let's take a look at this one in the algorithm. And then we'll go over all of our scans. Well, some of them. Um, IWM, we had a cross up on Friday at 189.67. You're at 191.22. You're in a downward market because it is red um, for IWM. It opened at, let's see, opened at 191. And you're currently trading at, I'm sorry, 191.56. You're at 191.26. So IWM's down. Uh, I would say probably the floor on this one is about 187. So if you're playing IWM, I'd probably, you know, if, if it got down to 187, I'd take the loss and just kind of wait for it to maybe hit the, the 200 day. You're up above this 200 day. You had this golden cross right here at um, January 23rd and the stock was trading at 186. 
I would say that's probably your floor, 186, 187. Uh, but Jake, like I said, Jake, just a genius at these charts. Really, really good. Uh, one that you want to watch this week is Meta. And Meta is up almost 2%. And the reason Meta, you want to watch Meta is because they do have this gap up here. If we go back and we look at this gap, it's all the way up to 320. That gap starts, just starts at 245. I think you could get up there if the Senate passes their banning of TikTok. If they ban TikTok, that traffic's going to go to Meta. Uh, 100% Meta. The other one that you could absolutely play in this one is Snap. S-A-N-S-N-A-P. And Snap is up 10% today. Um, Let's see. Let me look at uh, Active Trader Pro. Snap is up. Boom. This one, the earnings. Yeah, it's up 11% today at 1180. It's just, I mean, this is, this is just a move because any reaction to earnings is an overreaction. It kind of came down and they've, you know, came down to $9 and you're at $11.83. Let's see what actually happened with Snap. But those are two that, that are social media. Um, February 1st, UBS put a downgrade and a $10 price target. Um, uh, TikTok does better job than Snapchat. Snapchat kicks few children off. App in Britain. Blah, blah, blah. There's no real news on this one. Uh, you can see that there's some. Here is Chief General Technology sold $10 million at $10.90. It's probably a pretty good target for this one. $11.87 for me, just too expensive. RSI is up at $72. I'd probably get into Meta. So if you want to play that, that hearing this week, get into Meta. We talked about Boyle and KOLD. Uh, Boyle is just uh, absolutely crashing. Uh, I think Boyle is still your play. I still still think it gets in there. One that if you wanted to play like I did last week with uh, PXD, CHRD is one that is having their ex-dividend date. You have to own it by the end of the day today. So by the end of the day today, you have to own this stock in order to get, it's around $5. I think it's $4.80 per share. That is the dividend that will get paid out. This one was a buy at 137 uh, on the algorithm on February 27th, right after their earnings. You're trading at 142. Just realize that that about, I think it's about 3% uh, dividend payment that comes out. Um, that will come out of the stock. So you have to assume that the stock will go higher. You can sell it tomorrow morning at open. You can't sell it in pre-market. You can sell it at open. You can sell it at open. You just have to be a record holder uh, at the close of the day. And at the beginning of the day, you'll get the the dividend. So um, yeah, it gets taken out. So if you want to own that one, you own that one there. Let's go over some of our uh, cross-ups. Apple. Apple is up 2.64%. Upgrade from Goldman Sachs, $199 price target. Your boy has Apple. Uh, $151 is the price target. I say 140 is a decent buy on this one. I do think that you'll probably get a chance to buy it in the 140s at some point in time again this year. Uh, 130s, outstanding buy. If you can get a 13 handle on this one, you, you are just doing yourself a favor. A 120 handle, legendary status. I mean, you just get legend status if you buy this one at 120. Um, 151, eh, not a bad price to get in. 
you know, listen, their dividend, I, I get, you know, thousands of dollars in dividends after each dividend. I just reinvest it. So your boy bought up here at 151. Uh, I'm, I'm holding at 151. I'm sure I'm holding a ton of shares at 151. So I'm not too worried about it. I, I think, you know, this is one that I just buy and hold. The first sale that I ever did was this, this December in some tax loss harvesting. Uh, other than that, I don't sell it. Uh, XLY, which is the consumer discretionary uh, sector. XLY is in our core portfolio. I like this sector. 146.30. Kind of going to use that. This is one that I just buy and hold. I don't get in, get out of this one. You did have a 12% gain in this from the October low, from the, I'm sorry, the December lows uh, here at 129 in January. You went all the way up to about 153. It got you out of around 148. So 146 is a buy-in. If you want to get in, you get in. Amazon is one in our core portfolio as well. A cross-up. It's 0.87% up today. Uh, this is one ninety-four twenty-two. I say $100. Anything under $100, I think you're doing well. I think this gap up here between 108 and 110, I think at some point in time this year, you probably cross that. So if you want to buy Amazon, you get Amazon. Uh, Microsoft is another one that has a cross-up. They put $10 billion into chat GPT. Google wound up spending something like $200 million um, just in market cap when they had a, something go wrong with their uh, AI. $255.05. In my mind, I think you wait for two four, a 2-4 handle on this one. I think you will get a 2-4 handle on this one. I think anything that you buy in a 2-3 handle, 2-30, I think you're doing really well. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy here at 258. I think you probably want to look at 245. Uh, just be, you know, be patient on these. Um, you can get your, your, uh, your entry in this one. MPLX, which is a huge dividend payer. Um, let me just make sure I have the right dividend on this one. Um, they don't pay as much as uh, maybe PXD or something, but they have an 8.88% dividend. Um, this is one. Their dividend is already passed. Their earnings have passed. You're in an ascending triangle, 3511 is the buy-in here. Uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it here. I'd probably wait for a 34 handle, but it's at 35.15. It's okay. Uh, we talked about Morgan Stanley and JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs. Morgan Stanley has a cross-up. 98.33. I think anything under 100 on this one, you're doing really well. Again, I, I you know if you want to wait for this one to get back down to 70, maybe, but I think anything under 100 on Morgan Stanley is great. I personally own this one. Etsy. Uh, we talked about, um, you know, I actually was shocked that I still own this one, <laughs> but 121.42, you're bouncing right off the 200 day. Their earnings have passed. There's no real uh, accelerant on this one. The MACD is super low. Uh, the RSI is down at 40, 121. What do you have to go up to 130? I mean, that's, that's not unheard of if you, if you get to 130 in a good market. If Powell decides to drive this market down, 121 is going to look like an overpayment because you're going to get back down here to 120. Uh, Pfizer, I talked about, I took this out of our core portfolio, but I still personally own this one. Uh, Pfizer is a cross up at 41. We talked about how beaten down this one is. I think you could buy this and easily go back to 46. I think you'll cover this gap at 44 at the very least, but 41 in my mind, I think that's a great price for this stock. Um, you know, you, you take out all of the, the, uh, the COVID stuff from this stock, it's not the COVID stuff that's killing it. It's, it's just the reputation that's killing it. 
But that's why I took it out of the core portfolio. Bank of America, BAC. We had a cross up here at 3415. I was waiting for it to get back down towards 30. But 3415, I might put some money into this. You're trading at 3449. It's below its 200 day. I, I'm pretty sure you get back to 36 at some point in time this year, 36 or 37. Um, BAC, cross up. Uh, VOO, which is your S&P tracking fund. This is your Vanguard S&P tracking fund. This is, again, we had a SPY cross up. So you're going to have a VOO cross up. 370.38 is the cross up. I think you just, you know, again, I, I think you wait for it to go under its 200 day at 360 because at some point it will. Just be patient. Uh, but this is one that you don't trade. You just buy and hold. Qualcomm, which is a, uh, a podcast favorite uh, for chips, bounced off its 200-day, 123.08. Uh, we're just getting out of a 19% gain on this one. I think that's a great one. NVIDIA. Uh, I think NVIDIA has had its run, but it looks like it might be going for a second run. Um, you had this cross-up here at 232, and you're still in this one. This is a secondary cross-up. Their ex-dividend date is, is uh, today, so you have to own it by the end of the day today. But their dividend's nothing. Let's look at what their dividend is. Um, their dividend is 0.07, so it's not a big deal at all. Sorry, I had a dog crying. I had to get over there quickly. Uh, Uber. We talked about Uber. Uh, it is in our core portfolio that I like. I don't personally own it. Uh, personally, I want to own this under 30. It's going for a second run. Uh, this one, you had a buy-in here at December 28th, 2475. Absolutely, I should have bought it there. Um, you had a 34% run up until February. It dipped down. You've got this gap down here at 31. I don't know that I necessarily believe this. I think Powell might bring down the market. So I'm being patient. I'm not buying on this cross-up. But it did have a cross-up. Disney, anything under 100, just buy Disney. Disney's back over 100. It's at 102. It is up 1.25%. We had a cross up here at $100.60. You're bouncing right off that 200-day. Again, this is a four-hour chart. You're just getting out of this 23% run. Your boy bought it at about, I think, 112. Um, I bought up here. I'm still holding. Just bought in a small portion. I'll buy in at this $100.60. I'll put it in at 100 again. Um, mRNA, since I brought up Pfizer, I have to bring up mRNA. I'm not a big fan of this company. Uh, I think they're a hype. Um, their, their earnings have passed. So you really don't have any, the, the MACD is down low. It's at 144.04 is the cross up. I think they do probably have uh, more downside to go. Um, the only thing that will bring this one up is for some reason, uh, you know, a government like China decides, hey, we're going to buy the mRNA vaccine for COVID. I don't know. Uh, URO. Uh, no, that's... Uh, I forget. That one just... Uh, that's a triple levered ETF. Let me see. Uh, SPXL, which is the bull, three times S&P bull, $70.56. I'm going to go to levered ETFs. UPRO. UPRO. That's the one that came up. UPRO. Um, we had a cross up here. This is the Dow. The, I'm sorry. This is the Ultra uh, S&P 500. 3709. You're trading at 3817. So if you want to get this one, I think you could go uh, close to 40. If, you, if it we're in a good market, you could get close to 40. That's a nice little run there from 38. 
Uh, it had a cross up on Friday at 3709 UPRO. Uh, and we talked about SPXL, which is the tr three times um, uh, S&P 500. This one had a cross up at $70.46. Uh, TQQQ uh, on our algorithm. This is a four hour algorithm. I'd rather see you use the 65 minute algorithm to trade this. 2323 on TQQQ. You're at 24. I think you could easily get to 26 on this one in a good run. Um, but again, take your pick. DRN, which is the, uh, the real estate bull three market, uh, three times, I should say, three times, $10.85. You're at $11.01. I think you could easily go to 13 on this one, personally, um, in a good market. This is just based on, uh, on the real estate market. Um, I, there's a gap up here between 16 and 1650. I think you could go in there. Uh, T A R K, which is a two times, uh, ARK, A R K K innovation fund, uh, ETF. And you do not want to hold these for an extended period of time. So make sure your stop losses are short. Make sure you have less than a 5% uh, short loss. I would get out if it's losing 5%, just personally. Take your losses, take your lumps, um, move back in. Uh, $66. It's trading at $67.28. T-A-R-K. Then you have a bunch of these, and I'm just not going to look at the charts, but it's v, these are Vanguard indexes. V-N-Q, V-U-G, V-T-I, V-T-V, V-I-G, V-Y-M, V-O-O. I'll put them all down below. Then you have a bunch of spider sectors, XLRE, which is real estate, XLV, XLF, XLK, XLY, XLU. All of those have cross-ups. If you have TrendSpider, just pull them up and you have my algorithm, pull up any of those. Go to the show notes. I'll have them in there. Um, if you don't have TrendSpider, ask me to look at them and I'll take a look at them. Uh, HD, uh, Home Depot. 296.96. It's trading at 299. Anything under 300, I think you're good on this one. There is a gap that goes to 288. I don't consider this one a trading one. I consider if you get into this, this is just a buy and hold stock. Um, so HD, ARKW. Uh, this one is their web uh, innovation. And I like this one. It holds GBTC. I don't think ARKK holds G GBTC. I think this one does. Uh, 51.48 is the cross up and you're just getting out of a 30% gain on this one. Did have you in, um, for a slight loss in this one, 51.48. Again, if we're going up, I don't think that's a bad price for this one. I think I sold my arcs somewhere in the seventies, sixties or seventies. Um, I did sell in the thirties, <laughs> uh, in December to take some tax loss harvesting. So I'm able to get back in. I will probably get back in on these ARKK, uh, this is one that has a cross up to $40.35. You're trading at $40.66. So this is one that you could get into. We talked about TARK, which is a levered one. I'd rather see you in this one for a long term. The TRK is a short term one. Uh, we talk about JEPI a lot. There, there have been some questions about JEPI, J-E-P-I. This one has a buy-in at $54.04. Uh, this one, my algorithm makes you 3% versus losing 4% on the algorithm. Uh, I'm sorry, on the buy and hold uh, over two years. Now, if we go to a, uh, a deep test of 7,000 candles um, of this one, th my algorithm makes you 9% versus 7% on the actual uh, uh, 
asset. So I, I think the algorithm works on this one. I think you put in a buy at 5404. I think if you hit it, great. 54.29, not horrible. I think it's going to hover around this 200-day. Jeppy is one that pays a significant dividend. It's a premium income, 11.8% dividend. It pays it monthly, from what I remember. Um, yeah. So you're seeing huge inflows to this one. Um, this one could, you know, because it is outpacing at 11%. You're outpacing bonds. You're basically making 11%. The real question is, can you keep the asset price uh, consistent? Because if you look at a long term of Jeppy, it is a decaying asset. It pays out its money in dividends. And the only time it really went up was from October 2020 to 2021. Since then, you've been in a downward spiral and that 200 days just moving down. At 11% doesn't make sense to hold this one because you're losing 11% as much as you're making, you're being paid 11% in dividends that you have to basically pay out on. Then you're going to take it off on taxes, blah, blah, blah. But Jeppy had a cross up. Uh, the rest of them, I'm just going to list. Uh, Deer, D-E, P-F-F, which was the, um, the, uh, the ETF that I talked about that has like a 6% dividend or something that I've held for years. I don't hold it right now, but it had a cross up here. 32.48 got you out. 32.65 was where it was. Got you out and then got you right back in. But PFF, J&J, 150 something. Get in, just buy it and hold it. IBM, AXP, American Express. Southern Corporation, SO. Starbucks, SBUX, which is uh, for the uh, China opening. Uh, Nextera Energy, NEE, GD, General Dynamics, GM, uh, Duke Energy, DUK, and Oracle. Those are all the list. Um, yeah, if you have any charts you want me to go over, uh, let me know. I, I know I was boring probably at the beginning of this one, but I gave you uh, enough to kind of look over. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up in the socials. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, if I went over a chart and you didn't see it, on YouTube, just let me know and I'll pull it up. But I will talk to you tomorrow. Again, just be careful. Today's it looks like a good day. The market is in the green. Um, the S&P is up 0.63. The Nasdaq is up almost 1%. Dow is up almost 0.4. Um, I would be careful. Again, Jerome Powell on Wednesday, jobs number on Friday. You've got a quite a bit of, uh, of, of volatility in the market. Boil by chance, Snap is still up 11%. Um, and that's just on the hearings. But Boil is down 20%, 20.89% at $6.21. It's definitely gotten up there. Um, yeah, you're looking at, let me see, uh, a bit of ass at 621. Poof, it's ugly. But if you have any questions, hit me up. Thanks, guys. See ya.